G'day guys, welcome to the round 15 Facebook live chat. I've got two of my new members joining me tonight, which I'm really pleased about. Let's let's welcome them in. First off, you've heard Jake on Sunday, but g'day Jake, welcome to the show, bud. Hey mate, what's going on? Glad to be here, keen to answer a few questions. Definitely, and then we've got Richard, aka Jay Warrior, all the way from the South Island of New Zealand, which I'm stoked to get another Kiwi onto the show, but g'day Rich, good to, good to have you, my man. Yeah, good, good to be with the legends, so it's good. Boys, before we kick things off, because we're just waiting for people to come, obviously, onto the show, why don't we talk a little bit about fantasy backgrounds, because you two have a stellar fantasy background. Before we start that, new articles are flowing through on Talking League at the moment, guys, so just head over to Talking League dot, sorry, talkingleaguepod.com or just hit up the Facebook page. You'll find all the different articles. But, Jake, tell us a little bit about your fantasy background, my man. Uh, I think I started playing, I think it was around 2009, back in the old Dream Team. Um, played for about four or five years during high school there. And once I left high school, I started uh, taking it a bit more seriously instead of doing uni. So I spent five years at uni, uh, mostly doing fantasy and not doing as much uni. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I think I've been playing 13, 14 years now. So yeah, love it, eh? Love it. Mate, Rich, I didn't ask you the other night. I should have asked you. Jay Warrior, where does it come from? Uh, well, obviously, I'm a Warriors fan, so uh, yeah, that's that's where it basically comes from. Just had a J at the front, and uh, yeah, nice. Well, mate, you've been around for a long, long time. You've got a big, rich fantasy with, especially for someone from the South Island. Talk to me a little bit about kind of how you got involved with NRL fantasy and kind of some of your success because you've had some real stellar seasons, man. I've had one ripper season and uh then i've just been chasing dreams ever since and uh yeah i've been probably playing for about eight years and i had one season where i don't know what happened i wasn't aware of the the socials around it and i sort of just was doing my own thing and i ended up at one stage leading the competition in rounds about 17 18 and it gets quite stressful when you're in that situation because <laughs> all you're thinking is fantasy, 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 not wanting to stuff up. Uh, and I petered out to about 23rd, I think. So, But I did that, – that was in the day where if you won a round, you would claim $500 cash. So I, I had a round of 1111 for a round and uh, got the 500 cash. So I now turn myself as a professional fantasy player. <laughs> Happy days. Boys, we've got plenty of questions, so let's rip in. Before we do, boys, trades on your minds. Jakey, any trades this round? Uh, I've been tossing up a few, but I, I think I'm going to hold still. I've only got eight left, so I do have Haas and Aitken, but I'm sure these questions will come up, but I'm going to I'm going to hold both and yeah, hold it out for the week. Boys, I can't believe I'm saying this, but I'm, I'm holding solid. So I really want Brian Toho, which I'm sure that's going to come up tonight. But Jay Warrior, what have we got in mind? Well, one of us has got a trade, so I'll take one for the team. And uh, I wasn't going to, but I've, I've come up with a narrative for Aitken. So we know he's out this week. We know he's out round 17. That gives us 10 games to go. His current average, that projects out at 485 points that he will earn. If we downgrade to a Talakai, we put 60K in the bank. Yep. He's going to play 12 games. Multiply that by his average. There's 542 points. We pick up 60 points. We've got another player in round 17. Hopefully he doesn't make origin. And then we can also use a little bit of extra cash to bring in another round 17 player maybe. Wow. And I can get rid of, get rid of 
black tithe. Jay Warrior, you know what I love about your narrative? It involves a sharky, and the sharks are the best. <laughs> We're going on a run. I missed the teleco train the first time, and so I'm hoping that it's going to reload up and that uh, I'll be on the train early this time. Uh, no worries, mate. I'm going to be jumping on round 16 for sure. Boys, let's get to some questions because they're lining up. All right, let's go. T, Kahu. Now, Jakey, he goes, Sup, boys. Is Penasini to Lolo a good trade? Nah, I don't think so. I, I think Penasini is a good hold for that round 17 buy round. He's averaging pretty high, I think close to that 40 mark. So I, I, I think he's probably a hold. Um, on Lolo, I do I do like getting Lolo in. Um, at the moment, he's playing really big minutes um, with like Cotter playing Origin. Um, I, I think Lolo is going to keep up that 60-point average or just above that for the next four or five weeks. But on the run home, I'm not too sure what his role is going to be. Like Cowboys are back to full strength. You've got Luciano Leilua come to the club, who's an 80-minute back rower. Um, you got Cotto who's you know, played 80 minutes on Origin and he's been playing 60 minutes this year or even more than that for the Cowboys. So I'm not sure what Lolo's minutes are going to be on that run home post round 18, but if you want to make some cash in the, in the short term, I, I think Lolo's a good option, but definitely not for Penasini. Yeah. He's a must for that 17 if you have him. I agree. I think you've got to hold Penasini. He's hitting mid-40s at the moment. But Jay Warrior, you had a great piece on Lolo last week. Talk to me about what you're kind of seeing with Lolo moving forward. Oh. I think what we've got to remember is that the coach is a great NRL coach, but he's not interested in your fantasy team or my fantasy team. <laughs> so he's going to play Lolo hard for the next few weeks while all his origin players are in, in play. And then he's going to recharge that petrol tank at the back end of the season. So if you want to bring him in, I'd be very wary or make sure that you could upgrade him when he gets maybe to that maximum. And it's about working out when when does the coach go, okay, he's back to 40 minutes, 50 minutes, he might ha- even have a week off. So it's just about getting that timing right and making sure you've got a trade to do at the back end. Yeah, I think, Richard, you make a great point because I think once you see it, right, because the first time that he hit 40 minutes, it's probably around the time that he's probably going to start getting managed. So it might be one of those things, have a couple of trades up your sleeve and then be able to trade Lolo out. But I think Jake makes some great points as well. I think right now he's a buy. We all know that that Cotter's going to get managed over this period, but realistically, that is kind of what you're looking for, right? As soon as he hits back down to that 40, 45 minutes, then maybe Lolo's a trade out. Yeah, definitely uh, want to have trades in the bank, though. So if you do buy Lolo... Just keep in mind that you're most likely going to have to trade him out for you know your head-to-head finals. So overall coaches, I probably wouldn't unless you're you know above that 12 trade mark. I reckon. Yeah, definitely, boys. Let's move on. Chris Rudder, hey legends. So I have 12 trades left, lucky bastard. And thinking of going Tasta Turner, Hastings to McInnes, and possibly Ilias to Avarillo. Any thoughts? Also loving the way Warren's it. Thank you, my man, Chris. But, Jay Warrior, I want to start kick off with you. What's your thoughts on his trades right now, man? Can't say I love them. I think there's a lot of backwards trading. So, Turner hasn't, isn't a proven fantasy player, uh, but he's obviously limited in cash if he's going from TAS. So, and then with McInnes to, and possibly Ilias to Avarillo, again, Avarillo... He scored okay last week, but remember he had that big runaway try, which played for about 25, 30 points. 
there's not a lot of base stats in Avarillo, and he misses round 17. So I'm passing on Avarillo. Um, I'd make sure that if you need a cheaper player, make sure you've got Mam or even uh, Savage is going to be your better option there. Yeah, I think he's gone this far with Ilias. I think he, it's a massive hold there. You know what, boys? Like, I, I like the middle part with Hastings and McInnes, especially if he has the minutes. Uh, sorry, if he's got the dollars. But, boys, you know who's, I think, flying under the radar, especially for the Sharks run home? I know you did a really good piece on them, Jakey. I reckon Will Kennedy, especially once he passes this week, gets another big break even week. If I could trade down to two hundred and forty grand, Will Kennedy and have him as my last player... I actually don't mind that because I'm going to go. I'm going to save 300 grand swapping Sam Walker to Will Kennedy. Now Will Kennedy's got all that that great run, also has job security. I'm actually going to lock that in post round 16. But what's your thoughts on these trades, man? Uh, oh, for me, personally on these trades, Hastings McGuinness, I love that. Uh, Hastings, his scores have dropped a heap since that um, in, uh, foot injury he's had, and McGuinness has been absolutely killing it at lock playing around that 60-minute mark. Um, just just on McInnes, um, just be wary that uh, Hamlin Ueli and Finucane are coming back. Mm. So he may get slightly reduced minutes, but I, th- I still think he's a keeper in that mid position. Even if he's playing 50 minutes, he's he's got a really good PPM. So I, I like that trade. Ilias, I reckon he's definitely a hold, mate. Um, his price isn't going to drop. He's made a fair bit of money now, but um, I don't think his price is going to drop over the next three weeks. So I reckon he can hold hold Ilias to that to that buy round, use him for round 17. Um, and Haas to turn, I'm not the biggest fan of that unless you need, like, unless you desperately need someone, like you're trading out a red dot to a green dot to make up your 17. That's probably the only reason I'd do that. But I'd probably yeah, look at a, a round 17 cash out like Ezra Man or someone like that. Definitely. Boys, let's move on. And hey, it's a great question. Made a Toho, and I've got that this quite a bit. And I know Jay Warrior, like, they're playing the Warriors this week. So, there's been a lot of questions about May, about Tago. And my kind of advice to a lot of people is why would you trade them out when you're playing the Warriors and you know the weakness for the Warriors is out wide? We saw Katoa score three tries. We saw Ronnie score two tries. There's going to be some tries down the wing. For me, it's not the trade you need to make right now. What's your thoughts, mate? 100% agree. I don't have Talon May. I don't have Tago. But this week, they could just be queuing up those edges from the Warriors. It pains me to say how bad they are. <laughs> but I'm hoping for a lot of scrums and stoppages so there's not a lot of game time, just so that those players don't hurt me so bad this week because it is going to be painful. Hey, Jay Warrior, have you, you've got, have you got the eyeline amount like I do, mate? I know that you, you put the article up and you didn't like Walshy, but... Are you a fan in the background, mate? Are you liking him? You're putting the eyeliner on. That's what I want to know. You won't see me in eyeliner. <laughs> as, as much as uh, I love Reese Walsh, I'm a big SJ fan. I'm going to come out. I'm an SJ fan. Oh, no. And I feel for my mate SJ. Look at him. He's getting lambasted every week. Articles, retire, you're hopeless. Your mate, Reese Walsh, gave up two dead set tries last week. <laughs> Should have got minus 10 for each of them. SJ didn't even show up. Did he even play last week? <laughs> I can't believe you're a fan. Uh, all right, actually, let's go. I actually got SJ in draft. He's actually, when, he, when I first picked him up in draft, I was chasing a half because, yeah, I think I had two, both my halves were injured. 
Um, he actually started. He actually scored well for a few weeks there, but he's dropped off now. But uh, might be looking to trade him in draft. Poor Jakey boys. Let's move on. Charles Walters now has the cook or get a round seventeen player. I have five at the moment. He's got Barnett McInnes. I'm also thinking he's going to get it cook. Jakey, I'm going to go to you here on this one, man. Like for me. I'm not a huge fan on going to Origin players right now. That's the only reason why I'm not picking up Brian Tohall this week. But what's kind of your opinion on this trade and also picking up Origin players? Yeah, well, personally, I'm holding Haas. So from my own bias, I'd, I'd definitely be not doing this trade. But if you're, if you're definitely worried about Haas's shoulders and you think he's going to get injured during the game, I feel you're certain that's sort of going to happen. Um, if you wanted a round 17 player... Um, You'd probably go someone, maybe Clemmer, um, or yeah, maybe Tyson Frizzell if you don't think he's going to get picked. Um, not the biggest fan of Barnett, but um, but if you if you're purely playing head to head, Haster Cook's great, I reckon. If you think Haster is going to get in, because Cook's averaging sixty five, like he's an absolute gun, probably one of the best players in fantasy. So um, yeah, I'd, I'd definitely be holding though, in my opinion. Yeah. Okay. Michael, we'll just go this one quickly. Yeah, the lads. Thank you, Brenton. Michael, what's to go with Haas? Well, announced today, expecting him to play and play around 50 to 60 minutes. So he's going to play big minutes. So we'll see how that goes. All right, boys, next question. Let's go to Chazelle. Yo, lads, what's doing with Haas to Tarpany or are we holding? Jay, I'm going to go to you on this one because you're a Kiwi. I want to see what you think of Tarps. What's your thoughts on Joseph Tarpany at the moment? You know, I, I wrote in my article this week that he was good. And when I say he's good, I also believe he's good for the rest of the season. His average, he's getting those increased minutes. So uh, while he's getting those increased minutes, he's also getting tackle bus and offloads. And he's going to play out the season with big minutes. So he's going to outrank Payne Haas over the rest of the season. Haas is going to miss a couple of games. So... I'm a fan of doing that move, but the other move that he could do is Haas to Clemmer. Clemmer also plays round 17 and has a similar average, so he probably gets better bang for buck if he was to go for Clemmer. Yeah, I don't mind that because I've been a big fan of Joe Tarpany, but I don't know, Jay, Jay, I don't know if I can pay 750 for him, man. I just think that's a little bit inflated. And I do like the suggestion there, Jay Warrior, of David Clemmer, because I just think that he's a little bit more important to that team. But what's your thoughts, Jake? Yeah, I, I like Tarpney, but he has had a past uh, in previous seasons of going on those big runs where he averages a massive amount. Then he goes back down for a, a few weeks, averaging a, you know, 30s or 40s. But I think if you want to buy Tarpney, um, you just need to ride that roller coaster because he's going to go huge in some games. He's going to go small in some games. But um, what you're wanting is that average from from this moment now to the end of the season. What's he going to average? What do you think he's going to average in whatever those rounds are, um, and hold him no matter what? So because you don't you don't want to like have him for two weeks. He scores forty forty, and then oh he's not a good buy. Trade him, and he scores ninety the next week. So just just be just be ready for that roller coaster if you do jump on uh, yep. top of eight. I think you've been a bit rough on the roller coaster. His floor for the season is 39. He's had 139, and in the past four weeks where he's had 55 minutes or more, his worst is a 53 with three scores over 60. I think he's the real deal now. Jay Warwick. With those minutes, for sure. Jay Warwick, can we trust Ricky, but, like, I don't know if I can do it, mate. (laughs) (laughs) The elephant in the room. (laughs) Yeah, that that is the... uh, the major stumbling block there. So, 
But I don't mind it. It's a really good shout-out for sure. All right, boys, let's move to the next question. Nate. Nate wants to know, what are we doing with Haas? I think we've kind of covered that one already. Great question, though. This one's going to be an interesting one. Sean Doyle. Garner as a centre keeper. I've had a few people ask me about this, Jakey. And have you had a little look at Luke Garner? Oh, I've had a look. I'm actually just sorting by his centre stats now. But he averages, uh, what's it, second row this year. So if you, say, if you want him as a second row, he's averaged 46 in his three games. So theory, yes. But when you can, when you think most people already have May, Stephen Crichton, Tago, who already average in that mid-40s mark with Penrith's good run home, um, I probably wouldn't be going there. And if you want an absolute elite centres, um, obviously Matt Burton's your top one. Um, and you also got Aiken. Uh, he's obviously injured this week, but if you want to hold him. Um, and also those Sharks players um, talked about in my article yep. and we've already discussed a little bit about if you want to take a punt on someone. But you probably wouldn't be going there. I made a rule today that no Tigers are coming in unless your name's Adam Dewey and then apparently starting this week. So they're going to do us a bit of a disservice by getting him off the bench because my little narrative was they're going to play him for a month off the bench, 15 minutes, he's going to score 15, 20 points. He's obviously his price is going to drop 200 grand and then I'll pick him up. But apparently that's not going to happen. He's going to be playing centre from the start, likely probably going to be goal kicking. So, But Luke Garner's an interesting one because it's, a, it's an edge is interesting because Tuolagi's leaving. Leilua's already gone. Garner's leaving. Like, realistically, they've got no edge apart from IPAP that's coming in this week. But, Rich, have you had a good look at Garner at all, mate? Yeah, I kept a close look on him last week in the game, and he didn't do a lot, but he scored that try, didn't he? Mm. And it sort of inflated his score. But he didn't seem to have much of a work rate. Uh, He didn't seem to get a lot of tackles. Maybe the ball just didn't flow his way. But if you've got him, I'm not against holding him. If he's averaging 45 and he's going to play another 12 games, he's going to be up there with those elite scorers. So I always say multiply the amount of games by their average, work out how many points they're going to get, and then work out is it worth the trade. If it's if you're not going to make 100 points by trading, keep him. Yeah, I like that for sure. All right, next one, running regulars, Aparima. Evening, lads. Only trade I'm thinking about is Watson for Fogs. I only need a decent halves to get me through the origin rounds. Boys, this is really interesting because ever since Fogarty came back, his scores just keep dramatically increasing. And I think it was in kind of increments of about 10 points. I actually don't mind it, especially considering that we know that Croak is not going to be back. And we knew from what he did last year, a lot of his points obviously came from kicking. And that was in the performance of kick meters. And then also goal kicking in Canberra. They're in realistically pretty good form. He's a little bit of a pop because he's kind of coming in now at that kind of low 600s at 611K. And I know that he doesn't play around 17, but I've heard worse kind of things. Top 5,000, he's only 0.26. I'm thinking you've got two people own him in the top 5,000. Jakey, have you had a little look at Fogues at all, man? Oh, uh, look, I actually wanted to pick him up in my draft team as well. That's another one I was looking to pick up for, for Sean Johnson, actually. But, um, yeah, I, I'm not too sure. He's at the Titans, I think. It was around that 50 mark. But I, I think Jack Whiten's going to take a lot of, you know, take a bit of kick pressure, uh, take a few more of the kicks off him yep. and a little bit of the attacking stuff as well, where at the Titans, he was just doing everything, eh? Um, I, I think he's probably going to hover around that 45 to 50 mark, my best guess. Um, and, not, and probably... Not playing around 17 is a big one, I think. So I don't think he has a, a huge ceiling. So I, personally, I'd be avoiding. Nice. All right, boys. This is going to be one of the questions of the nine. I like this one. Ethan, Aiken to Barnett, is it sideways? Jay Warrior, 
This is your boy. Take it away. Yeah. Avoid Mitch Barney. Come on. Let's get serious. When he plays 80 minutes, he goes all right. He's played 55 minutes in half his games this year or under 80 minutes. He's had half of his – all his scores are in the 30s. He's not going to get extra minutes with uh, Kurt Mann coming back into the rotation. So I know TK has been talking about Barnett, but he's staring you down a dark alley. Just, <laughs> I love the song. It. City. You, you know what, Rich? He's back on the edge, so I'm going to watch him. I'm not picking him up yet. I need to see him on the edge. So I think he's one of those last-minute decisions for round 17. Jakey, you with me? If he's there around 17 on the edge after playing two games, still under 600k, I'm very keen on him. Yeah, I, I like the when he plays 80 minute on edge. He like last year he did score pretty well there, like average mid 50s there. But I, I think it's still a fair bit of risk for me. Like he, he is cheap, so if you want to take a punt, go for it. Dual position, but he does have a ten, he can get suspended. He can get shifted around. Like he, he's played prop lock off the bench, you know. Um, and especially with the Knights losing, O'Brien's probably going to make a whole bunch of changes in the run home. So um, depending on if they win or lose, but they're playing pretty bad at the moment. So. I wouldn't trust him, but yeah, I'd probably spend the extra money to go someone like a McInnes or a yeah whoever someone else like in the mid that sort of mid sort of level. Yeah. Even Frizzell, if he doesn't play Origin, I think Frizzell's yeah. the one. That's the guy I was about to bring him. up. I was going to get your opinion on him because I think mm. at that seven hundred k mark, if he's not picked for Origin two and New South Wales win, I think it's a good indication that he will be there for that round seventeen, and then that will kind of get my interest because I don't want to kind of invest right now, especially with my trades being low on players that probably aren't going to be around for that round 17. But, yeah, I've had a good look at, at Frizzell, and I think that he will score that between that 55 and 60 mark. You had a good look there, Jakey? Yeah, the, um, I, I think just with his role, I think his role's more locked in than Barnett. So, like, everywhere Frizzell goes, even at the Dragons, at, at the Knights, he's played 80 minutes in the second row pretty much almost his whole career, except, mm. I guess, obviously the start by the last however many, four or five years, he's always played that eight-minute second row, and he's pretty good, doesn't often get injury or suspended. Um, he's obviously plays Origin last um, few years, but, um, yeah, no, I, I definitely like his role better than Barnett. Barnett's could go could go either way, you know. Yeah. He, he could back, back at lock next week, playing 40 minutes with sharing with man, who knows. Yeah, definitely. Jay Warrior, now I know you don't like like Barnett, but what's your opinion on Frizzell? Yeah, I think, I think you're now starting to steer them into a bit of bit of alleyway now because Frizzell, you've got to think if he doesn't make origin, he's going to have a point to prove as well. And he loves an offload and he's going to probably get 80 minutes. So he's a much better option. And he could just sneak his way into my team come round 17. Ooh, I like it. I like it. Let's go to Joey. Joey Alchin, he'll be joining us on Talking League as well. Three legends on the screen. Look at him sucking up. I love it. All right, boys. Let's go to... Let's go to Wadey. Wadey, no... We've done that one already. Let's do this one. Gads, Tago, hold or sell towards the end of the season? I just think I'll do this nice and quickly. I think Tago, considering he's playing the Warriors this week, just hold for that one for the time being. I think he can nearly be a straight swap for one of Ramian or Talakai come round 17. But right now, considering he's in the best team in the comp and scoring tries, I don't think you need to do that anytime soon. All right, boys, let's get this one. This is a really good one. Andre, hey, lads, is it too late to get Garrick? This is interesting, Jake, because I think the more that time goes by, the more people are sleeping on Garrick. I had him in my top five wing fullbacks, but where have you got him in terms of a 
a ranking and then what are your thoughts on him? Ranking, yeah, not too sure. He's obviously been playing really well since he's moved up to fullback. I'm just looking at it now. His fullback that average this year is 51, so he's definitely up there in keeper territory. Um, the only thing that may put me off is not playing that round 17, um, especially with Pappenhausen coming back next week. Mm. I reckon Pappenhausen is what he's 750k, so he's I'd prefer Pappenhausen myself. But you know, if you want him, go for it. I, I think he's a keeper. Um, especially head-to-head players, if not cared, cared about that round 17 buy, I reckon he's a keeper and winger fullback for sure. Yeah, I know that you want to make a little bit of ground up here, Jake. Are you going to take a bit of a punt on there, pups? Oh, maybe. Uh, we'll see how the funds are going round 17. So I don't have any trades left. Um, see, how, I've got a few cash cows that, uh, that I might might be peaked by then. So I'll see how many, many funds I have for him. Okay. Jay Warrior, thoughts, Garrick? And then I want to get your thoughts on pups, mate. Yeah. Garrick's probably realistically ranked fourth or fifth at the moment. And that also means he's probably ranked in the top three playing fullbacks at the moment. So I personally won't be getting him. And I personally will be hoping uh, he gets injured because I know a certain little man that's got him and uh, it's really irritating me. But, uh, <laughs> so, yeah, I, I've got the voodoo dial out on uh, Garrick and... Uh, but he gets the goal kicking. He's got job security. He's a hard worker. There's a lot to like about him, but he's not for me. Pappenhausen, I'm probably more prepared to take a risk on. I might just wait to see if he makes that origin squad. I've got a sneaky feeling that uh, he might come straight in. And, uh, yeah, holding a week or two with a dodgy hammies, never bad advice. For sure. All right, boys, next question, Cameron Bridge. Thoughts on Hastings and Ilias to Sexton and Mam. Like, boys, this is really interesting because Sexton's obviously found a little bit of form, but I think you're probably a little bit too late to bring him in. Boys, Mam, I think this might be the last week that you can actually bring him in, considering a negative break even and what we've seen from him so far. Still, they're probably going to cop a bit of a flogging against the Storm and you're probably only going to get 25 or 40 points from him. 25 to 30 points, sorry, from him. I think Hastings is an immediate sell. Jakey, any thoughts? Oh, yeah, for sure. Hastings sell. Um, as I think we've already touched on Ilias, if you can hold Ilias for that round 17, I would because he's not going to lose any money. Um, on Sexton, I, I don't mind him. Um, obviously, his, his scoring's picked up since he's been paired with, you know, two or half and a fullback that don't kick. So he's, he's just doing everything. But he's already around that 600K mark, doesn't play 17. I'd. I wouldn't say no, but I personally wouldn't go there. And on, on Mam, um, yeah, obviously last week, probably best week to pick him up. But I, I think there's still value in him. I wrote about, a little bit about him this week. Um, he's still got a pretty good base. Like just from his three games, he's got a ba- just from purely run meters and tackles, he's got uh, 29 base. Um, and he's obviously a running half. So I, I definitely still think there's value there. Um, even I know he's playing the Storm, so you may, you may not get a try or anything, but Storm always like to attack those tram lines, so he might mm. get a lot of tackles this week. So Melbourne are really good at that, at, you know, swinging it two off the ruck and hitting hitting those halves, getting their second rowers running at their halves. So I'd 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 play play him this week. Um, it's probably last last week to get him though. I'd say definitely. Now, next question, Kai Spence, Jay Warrior. He wants another one. He's another one with Hastings out. Now he's thinking of going Avarillo. What's your thoughts on Avarillo, mate? I find it interesting that he also wants to next week get out Tago to a keeper half. 
I'd be thinking Tago's your keeper centre at this stage. Yep. And don't worry about Avarillo. Can you not go Hastings to a half now and skip, save a trade and then bring in, you know, take a punt, get on the Hughes train? Yeah, but your, your countryman. The other one I brought up, boys, during the week was Drinkwater because I still think he's in outstanding form. Gives you a jewel as well, which I think is going to be very valuable. You know, we talk about kind of the value of trades, and I know you've both been around for a long, long time. Making these trades and getting a really good jewel, someone like Drinkwater, who we think is in a really good team, will continue to perform, get you between the 45 and 50 every week. I know he's your team here, Jakey. You take it away. What's your thoughts on Drinky? Uh, on Drinkwater, um, yeah, I'm not the biggest fan. Um, I haven't looked too much of him, but consp- consp- uh, especially considering he hasn't, doesn't play that round 17, yep. it definitely uh, sort of puts me off. I'd definitely prefer like your Pappenhausens, your Tedesco's, Hines in that back three. Even I'd, I'd be even going Garrick over that uh, over him. Um, he, but you know, he may average 70. Who knows? Like if he, if he has a stellar run home, who knows? But personally, he's not for me. Um, on the other side, Hastings definitely a trade out. But yeah, Jay Rose said it really well. Save that trade and just go to a keeper half. Someone like if you want to, if you overall, someone like a Moses maybe, or someone who plays around seventeen by, or even if you're head to head, someone like a DCE. If you have that, if you have that cash, shout out to Kai too. He's a, he's a rocky lad. So Is he? I like Kai. No, yeah, Kai. Thanks for commenting in. Kai. Kai always sends some great questions. Next question, boys. Michael. Yeah, the boys. Yeah, love the legend. Thanks. Thinking of Ilias to RFM, bank the hundred k. And TPJ to Lolo. Oh, this one is going to be an interesting one. Boys, let's break this down because you're bringing in two round 13 players, so they're going to be not round 17 players. So you're probably burning two trades straight off the bat. For me, I wouldn't do both. We've talked about Ilias being a hold, which I think we all in agreement of. Let's go to the second part of this trade because I think it's more important. TPJ to Lolo. And I think there's two ways to break this down. Lolo is going to be a hell of a lot more consistent, way less of a roller coaster. And but on the flip side, TPJ, we just don't know what to bring him. Would you burn the trade, Jay Warrior? Would you burn the trade on TPJ to Lolo? I'd like to know how many trades he has, but I wouldn't be against it. Again, just with that cautionary warning, make sure you've got a trade to get Lolo out. So I think Lolo's going to be great. Four or five weeks, he's going to get up to I reckon eight hundred thousand. Ooh, and then you're going to get a rough week, and that could be the sign to say get out. And then you can trade him for another premium origin player that's finished as origin and you'll be set going home. So I'd use Lolo for the max points. He's going to be the best back row keeper for the next four to five weeks. And then he's going to be your perfect upgrade. So I'm happy to do that. Yeah, I like that one. All right, Jordan, next question. Jordan Gibbons. Hey, boys, is Aikens a train if you have 13 in the bank? Also look to Tago after the Warriors game. It's an interesting one, Jakey, because I've got a feeling that maybe Aiken might fall out of this team depending on what they want to do coming up. They've got a new coach. They're going to have to bring some new blood. They've already done it this week with Ronald Volkman. But what's your what's your thoughts on Aiken being a trade if he's got 13, which is pretty good? Yeah, I'd consider it. Um, thing to note with Aiken, he is currently, what, the second highest averaging centre. So he is, right now, he's by far the best option at centre in his current role, which is just playing back row. Um, if you, he's not playing the next two out of three weeks, um, and he may not even play next week if his concussion's bad enough. So if you're overall and you have plenty of trades left, I 
it could be worth it to jump off to someone like a, a Ramian or someone who plays that round 17 or a Talakai. So I think that's a good trade if you've got 13 left and you're chasing points, go for it. Um, but if you're low on trades, um, yeah, probably definitely a hold. Like um, and on the Tago, um, definitely, yeah. I, I'd just love to see him see the war. If he imagine if he scores sixty this week, it's going to be hard to try to trade him out next week after on the back of that. So, <laughs> yeah, um, I'll sure. just wait and see how he goes this week, and you might change your mind next week if whether you want to hold him or not. But I, I think Tago's a hold as well. Nice. All right, this one's for you, Jay Warrior. Joshy Hobbs, good to see some more Kiwis involved. Yeah, re- represent. And, uh, <laughs> it's even good to get the old South Island. Yeah, we're looking for a rugby league team down here, so that'd be good. Definitely. Some more love, Leanna. Love your work, lads. Leanna's a regular, so thank you, Leanna. Appreciate you all supporting the show as well. Maxine Brown, my man, he's a great guy. He's producing some good podcasts coming up as well. So, hey, fellas, really good to hear from you, Maxie. Next question, let's go to Andrew Brown. I have to play one of Karaz, Avrilo, or Kula. Who do I choose? Boys, I'm going to Karaz against the Tigers. Jakey? Yeah, mate, Kraz. He looked awesome on the weekend. Um, just note, last week he didn't got named at wing, but he played centre, and he looks unreal at centre, man. Like, he's still getting through that workload of a winger, like coming in and doing all the scoops. But now he's also, on top of that, he's getting that early ball from his halfback and 5'8". And so, man, I, uh, sorry, Kraz for sure. Boys, I know Mick Potter, and I'm, I'm nearly going to text him and go, look, mate, can you stop <laughs> putting him on the wing? We need the jewel. I'm just scared because he's got his gig back and... He's a really nice guy, actually. But Jay Warrior on this one, Karaz, Everillo, Kula. These are the games that I hate. I've got the same problems in my own team. I've got to pick. Five, I've got five players that I think are all around that thirty to potential fifty mark, and you've got to find the best ones. Uh, sometimes I just pick the player that I'm looking forward to watching the most, and Karaz, or as I like to call him, the Shiraz. He's got a <laughs> bit of go about him, and he's like. In game two or game three, he was offloading. Now, who does that? So, and the fact he had that big blow up with uh, his winger, yeah, I love it. He's, he, he's the real deal. So, yeah, I'm a big fan of the Karaz. Yeah, so am I, mate. Next question, we'll do this nice and quick. Joe Rosenthal, 14 trades left, has to Lolo. I love it. Bank the money, you've got plenty of trades. So, that's an easy one for you. Next question, Sterling, Tohu and Aiken, hold or trade? Jakey. Yeah, mate, I got both. Uh, I will be holding both. I am low on trades, though. So Aiken, obviously, we talked about in the past. You want to trade and chase some points over those two rounds, he'll be out. Um, go for it. But yeah, both are hold for me. Beautiful. Now, next question, Jay Warrior, Jesse. Hey, boys, who do you think the most? Who do you think most players will back up from Origin two? Considering it's a Sunday game and a much longer turnaround, what's your thoughts there, Jay Warrior? Let's bring it up. I think pretty much everyone's going to. Turn- Around, I'd be pretty confident for that one. Yeah, I think the only thing that would prevent players from backing up are injuries, and obviously we can't foretell those. But uh, yeah, I think all of them will back up, so we can always trade those players in after Origin. So yeah, because the first game's up on the thirtieth of June. I think that's a Thursday. It is, and the first game is, and obviously it's a four-day turnaround, which could be a little bit spicy. CCE's covering a bit of a what a groin injury now, so he might be in a little bit of doubt. Harry Grant could be an interesting one, considering the Storm and Munster. So that's, a, that's probably the only game that I would have any reservations about, probably the Manly Storm game. Any thoughts there, Jakey? Yeah, uh, I think Grant will probably get 
uh, I think Graham will play, same as um, last uh, round 14, but I think his minutes will probably get managed. He'll probably come off the bench, play 60 or so, because yeah. um, they've got Brandon Smith there, so they don't need to play him every 80 every week. So I'd say he'd play, but just maybe get a few less minutes. Yeah, I think so. Definitely, uh, Fantasy-wise, definitely a hold, though, if you, if you still own him. Oh, yeah. Just right out this period. He's going to score low, but just right now, he's going to be an absolute gun on the, on the run home. Totally agree. Blake Hastings for McInnes and Ilias to Mam. I think you can hold Ilias if we've kind of said it. I don't mind the first bit, especially if you've got halves. I think you could do that. Or you could go Hastings to Mam and just cash the money. I think that's a pretty good trade as well. All right, next question. Jack Willis here, Jake. Any of the Talking League boys going to Warriors? Actually, I'll give this to Jay Warrior because obviously he's in New Zealand. Are you going? Because I know Cole is going. Are you going at all, mate? Yeah. No, it's it was discussed, but it's a, it's a flight uh, to go up there. So I'm probably pretty happy. I haven't paid for flights and tickets at this stage. Uh yeah, I'm, I'm generally when they're here, I'll try and get to one game a season. So a trip to Auckland is, isn't too too far out of the realm, but uh, yeah, it might be a good one to miss at the moment. Yeah, I know, Jack, if you want to hit up Cole and Shooter, I'm pretty sure they're both going. So you could meet up with them. All right, next question. Interesting one. Mura, Jakey, best cheapie for the round. That's quite an interesting one. What's your thoughts? Because we've got a few. We've got Ronald Volkman debuting couple of the other ones that we've brought up but anyone tickling your fantasy, fancy there in terms of the best cheapie yeah i reckon if you're purely looking at cash probably ma'am is the best one averaging 49 at the moment still 380k he's gonna make plenty of cash play that round 17 um if you're looking for a pure cash out that too, i think rock bulkman's probably a man I, I think they're looking to develop him so if you want that you want to bank as much money as possible get bulkman like it now next one uh, travis ellis here jay warrior is Hastalola the right trade and is Volkman worth a look? Let's skip the first bit. We've covered that too much. But what do you know? Because I know that you support the Warriors. What have you kind of found out about Volkman? Yeah, there's big raps on him and he's come through that Roosters system. So um, by all reports, he's going to go good. But I'd, I'd use the two-date rule here and let him play this week. You're not going to lose anything. He's going to go up 20000 30000 if he goes good. And if he's another peoples or an, another bludger, then we're going to get stuck with a red dot. So I think by holding this week, we don't lose anything. He doesn't play round 17, so there's no rush to get him in. Let him play, have a look. And if he scores, and if he's the dominant half, we'll all be getting on him next week. I like it. Now, next question, I'll do this nice and quickly, Mark. TK, my man, thoughts on Hastings to DCP or Little Puppy? I just think you can go Hastings to maybe someone like a man, just cash the money. DC, I wouldn't touch until after Origin. Little Puppy, give him a week or two just to come back. It just depends, again, on your trade situation. Boys, this is a really good one. And I, I really haven't, we really haven't touched this on the podcast as well. Keon Kolomatangi, like he's kind of gone on a little bit under the radar. I know South Spice probably haven't been that special this week. But Jake, have you had a look at Keon at all, mate? Yeah, quick look at him the other day. I I don't see his average change. I think he's in the mid-40s at the moment, average. I, I can't see that changing. His role looks exactly the same as what it's been all season. So, yeah, I'd probably avoid it. He does play that round 17, but I think there are better other round 17 options he can get. Yeah, Jay Warrior, after trading in Taff and Peoples, burning two trades stupidly, I can't go near any of Souths unless your name's Cook or Murray. <laughs> Yeah, I'm probably in the same same boat. I looked at uh, Keon, and he had 41 tackles last week, which was a dramatic jump, and I can't think why he had so many tackles. He had 19 or 21 the week before. 
So it's just a little bit inconsistent. I don't know if it um, it's just the teams are playing, especially teams like the Cowboys are now starting to shift the ball a lot, and I think it could start detracting from some of those middle guys a bit more. Yeah, definitely. All right, so we're all going to pass on this one. This might, might be one of your mates here. Benny Rowe, is this one of your mates here, Jakey? Hey, Jake, what do yeah, you think of... Yeah, this is one of my mates. Uh, take out of Burbo. Uh, throwing some chat. Yeah, he's throwing some chat at one of my, our mates in the league. Um, he traded probably like, I don't know, it must have been around six or seven. He traded, uh, whenever Ben Travoyevich came in, he traded Tago to him and then Burbo was out the following week. So he's throwing some chat at him there. So <laughs> definitely definitely not a good trade. I love it. I love it. All right, boys, next question. Logan, Logan, thoughts on Tass and Andrew Fafita for Mam and Saab? I love the first part of this trade. I've got no idea why you would ever trade in Jason Saab. Boys, I know you guys have been around Classic longer than I have. Jason Saab, for me, is in the top five worst of all time. Jay Warrior? Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, he is awful. Uh, I think he once scored a, a hundred, though, and it just kind of blew people's mind, and all they see is a hundred. And uh, But it, I don't even think he's a good football player. Like, he can run fast and is tall, please. <laughs> I think that's well summed up. Anything to add there, Jake? Yeah, I think uh, there was only one time to ever pick him up, and that's when Turnbull was on that absolutely crazy run last year, and you would have to have a crystal ball to assume Saab was going to make money. So, yeah, I don't think he's going to do that ever again. Yeah, so. I think he'll be shouting Turbo plenty of times down the pub, that's for sure. All right, boys, let's do another – what have we got? We've done 41 minutes. Let's do another four minutes, and then we'll wrap it up. Let's do this one, Leanna. Leanna. Okay, how hard do we go for round 17? This is a good one pretty much to nearly finish here, boys. I think we'll finish on this one. All right, how do we go for round 17? I've currently got seven locked in, thinking holding this week and next week getting Yo out for maybe Ramian and then Fletcher Baker. She's looking at, yeah, and Fletcher Baker, sorry. And they'll still give her 500K in the bank and then wondering who might be a bit of a keeper for round 17. Great chat for the last one. Jay Warrior, have you got a bit of a a wish list for round 17 and what's your thoughts on strategies towards that round? Yeah, I'm trying not to blow up my own team for round 17, (laughs) but in saying that it's also a great way to make up ground. So if you're at the, you know, you want to get some ground, it might be your big opportunity to go forward. But what you've got to really think of is who are those best players in round 17? So you've got to make sure you've got the big dogs, Papali'i, even Mahoney, all the players that you think are potentially going to score 50 or more for the season's end, feel free to bring them in now. So just that would be my quickest advice. Look for someone averaging 50 or more, and if they're playing round 17, feel free to bring them in now. Yeah, Jake, you know what I'm struggling with, boys? I'm struggling with the fact that Kingy and Elliot, who I thought I'd be trading out, are just firing so much that I nearly think the cost of a trade isn't worth it and I might go light, maybe eight or nine players, and then still have those trades for the back end of the season. Jake, have you made any thoughts about that strategy, mate? Yeah, I think sometimes people get worried about the number of players I have for that buy round, but I, I, it doesn't matter what number you have as long as you're, you're still following those general rules of fantasy and making sure you got quality, not a, not quantity. You want to be trading, as Jay Warrior said, keepers. So if you're training a keeper, you want them to be in your team for the rest of the year. So obviously you're big dogs, but also your cash outs, your back end of your squad, um, that are either going to be cash outs or cash cows. You still want to be either trading those two types of players. You don't want to be trading to someone in the, you know, a, a hooker that who's going to average 40 just for the sake of that one week. You, you definitely want to keep 
through those rules of fantasy, um, quality over quantity. Yeah, I'm going to just throw some names at you and just give me the first thing on your mind. Jakey, Jesse Ramian. I uh, picked him up. <laughs> uh, I would not. Uh, I do like him, but only if you want to punt. He's not a safe option. He's definitely a pod, and he's definitely a punt, not a safe bet. Jay Warrior, Blake Braley. No, it's a, it's a pass. He's not in the top. He's probably not in the top ten hookers, and he plays for an average team. Whoa, 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 whoa! Average team. <laughs> <laughs> No, nah, that was just a dig at you, TK. <laughs> no, I just don't think he, he, he never offers anything on attack, and you've got to have a player that can run, maybe squeeze out an offload, maybe a tackle bust, but just making 30 tackles, it's not going to cut it for me. Nice. Jakey, Will Kennedy. Maybe on round 17. Uh, if he's 220K and he's only cash out option, I'll get him, but if not, I, don't, I do not want a negative score. You know, if if he's my last player to choose from in round twenty five when I got no trades left, I do not want a negative from him. So, yeah, probably no. Nice, Jay Warrior, Sifa Talakai, bringing him in this week. Ooh, he's, he's locked and loaded. So Talakai, as I say, Talakai for Aiken, it will gain you sixty points and sixty k in the bank. To me, that's a golden trade. Nice, Jakey. We're going to go to Melbourne, Brandon Smith. Same again, wait till round 17. Um, if you lose a bit more cash, um, and who knows, Grant, Harry Grant might get injured, who knows. But um, until then, I'd reevaluate round 17. Yeah, I like, I like that advice. I actually don't mind him as an emergency in that mid 300s if we can get him there. Jay Warrior, let's talk about your countryman, Jerome Hughes. Picked him up last week on a hunch. <laughs> that stunk. Mind you, if he scores the try, he probably gets 47. So. Um, yep, no, I definitely think he's going to be a goer. Look at his averages at the back end of last year. So, yep, I think he's going to be a goer. Nice. All right, let's go to the Broncos. Jakey, Adam Reynolds. Yeah, like him, but um, he's injured this weekend, isn't he? So I probably would not be touching him. Um, if I owned him, I'd be holding because he should be right for that round 17 round. Um, but if you don't own him, yeah, wait till round 18. Jay Warrior. Sorry, 17 or 18. Yep, Jay Warrior, Billy Walters. Yeah, for those that have held on, you're getting rewarded for your patience. So I, I had a sneaky look at him this week myself, actually, but uh, I just find it hard to justify. You're relying on uh, having injuries for the rest of the season for him to get the decent minutes that you're going to need that you're actually going to play him in yep. your squad. And really, you're only having him for round 17 otherwise. All right, Dragons, Jakey, Jack DeBellin. Don't mind him. Um, probably wouldn't be going there, though. I think there is better round 17 options. We've talked about them before. McInnes, Frizzell, Clemmer, those types. So if you already have all of them, maybe. But, yeah, I'd be going those big dogs first. Yeah, for sure. Jay Warrior, Jack Bird. Sorry to say, I picked him up as well. Did um, you? Just, <laughs> he's as low as he is. And he's going to play round 17. He also has the dual position. And I think he's four hundred thousand. So, uh, if I told you you could get him for four hundred thousand the season start, you probably got him. His, uh, the team's a lot more settled now, and he's got his role back. So I think he could uh, just add a bit of cover there, a bit like Brandon Smith. Like it. All right, boys. Let's end on para for Andy. All right, the first one, Jakey. We'll do make a sevo. Nah, I wouldn't touch him. 
too volatile. He's one of those wingers that relies on tries. Wouldn't be touching him. Yeah, all right. Let's end it with Jay Warrior. Clint Gutherson. He's never really been fantasy relevant. You know, I think someone predicted he'd average 50 last year and then he might have got close, but, uh, yeah, he, he's not he's not relevant. Love it. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us on the live show. Obviously, we're going to replay this on the normal audio as well tomorrow on the Friday. Like I did mention before, we've got a whole stream of new articles, including these two fellas with some outstanding new articles. So just check out TalkingLeaguePod.com or just head to the Facebook page. I'll have all the links on there. Just remember the Game Day Squad and Rugby League merch comps. One of them's out yesterday. We're going to drop another one tomorrow, so make sure you get in there. Usually it's on about 12 p.m., but just troll the Facebook page. You will find that out. But, boys, outstanding debut. Jakey, another great performance by you. You're second now, but thank you for your thoughts tonight, my man. No worries, thanks. Thanks for having me. It's been, yeah, great fun. And Jay Warrior, mate, it's always good to have another representative. I know that Kyle and Shooter was, were very excited to know that another Kiwi was joining the team, mate. But thank you for thoughts tonight and, mate, another great article from you this week. But, yeah, for the, tonight, thank you, mate. No, very good. And as I always say, get your voodoo dolls out and let's hope that uh, we can do some damage to Garrick this week. (laughs) (laughs) All right, ladies and gentlemen, really appreciate you tuning in. And uh, we'll do a Sunday wrap uh, on, obviously, Sunday. But next week, obviously, is a week off because it's rep round. But the week after that, we'll be back firing again. We'll get these two boys on again on a QA. and a We'll have buy, hold, sell, avoid back with Shooter and also Kyle and then have all the normal programming as well. So big end to the season. But thank you for all your support. Thank you for all the reviews on Spotify and Apple. But until Sunday, we'll check you then. Have a great round and I hope you all kill it. See you guys.